0: All right, we are back today. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. And we're back with a familiar story, um, a familiar encounter that we'll try to look at uh, maybe even possibly some new angles. So in John chapter 8, um, so we, we've kind of just been right now the last couple of days just in the Gospel of John um, because there are a little bit fewer interactions like these. But there is a woman who is caught in adultery. John chapter 8, and we're going to start with verse 3, as he was speaking the teachers of religious law, and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd. Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down, wrote in the dust with his finger, They kept demanding an answer, so he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. And then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, "Neither do I go and sin no more." Now we know this uh, this passage, and and it's brought up, um, you know, quite a bit. You know, the first thing that that's usually mentioned, you know, as it says they as the um, the Pharisees, religious law teachers, had brought this woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. So it's like it always is the first like, where's the dude here? Like, why didn't they bring the man as well? I mean, because uh, you can't be caught in the act of adultery without having a partner. And so, when you're looking at this, there's there's had to be a man. There, there, but he wasn't convicted. He wasn't the one that they were trying to bring to be stoned in front of the community. And you, then you ask why? Well, because it was a patriarchal, you know, hierarchy of of. Uh, of needs here and with the the patriarchy you know the man was often you know left to be innocent it would be like oh these uh these women are out there tempting these men and you know it's really just this woman's fault or you know we we don't even know the history of the woman but we jumped to all of these conclusions why because we're <laughs> we're trying to already presuppose why it is that this woman is the the problem but right? We would always have a butt, right? Because there's always the thing within this society that they're not going to be looking at the man. It's never the man's fault. It's always the woman's fault. And that's wrong. I mean, we know that. I mean, hopefully we all would recognize that today. Like men, if you can't control yourselves, like it's not It's not the woman's fault that you can't control your functions. Like, that's just wrong. That's sinful. It's not her. It's you. So that's where we get to this whole thing. Like, understanding that today, I think we get it, right? And so Jesus is trying to be able to... Um, you know, once again, Jesus always does, his intention is to teach. Now, who is he teaching? I think there's multiple, right? Because these teachers, religious law people, are present Pharisees. He's teaching them, but he's also teaching the woman, right? So he says to them, you know, they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in the act— um, Moses says to stone her, what do you say? And that's always, you know, Jesus knows that they're trying to trap him, trick him, get him to say something like, well, who cares about Moses? Like something like that, where they could be like, oh, like, you know, this is it. Like we, we've we got something. Of course, Jesus knows they're trying to trick him. And so instead of Jesus jumping into the trap and, uh, and saying, okay, now, now you can get me, Instead, he just says, he stoops down and writes something in the dust with his finger. But they kept demanding. They're like, say it. What do you, what, what is it that this woman deserves? He says, all right, well, let me, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Well, of course, when you're looking at it, I mean, the, and these Pharisees, these religious leaders, they knew that there has been no one who has never sinned, right? But they would also believe themselves to be very highly religious and pious individuals. And so when you're looking at at them and their track record, you would say they would probably believe that they would be ultimately sitting above this woman, that they would have room to judge her because they're, they're pretty pious. They haven't done many things in order to deserve the same kind of punishment that this woman has done, but this is what leads us back to what was Jesus writing in the dust. And there are so many, so many things, and I think I've even talked about it on the podcast, um, you know, throughout the the seasons here, but some people would say he was writing down the sins of these old men, young men, um, and which is the reason why it points out, you know, that, uh that it says that he was stooping down to write again, when one of the accusers heard they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until Jesus was left with only this woman. And so you see, is like, you know, G- they were saying Jesus was writing down the sins of the of the, the people who were present, um, because Jesus knows the heart. We've already established this in John. John, in the gospel, establishes that Jesus is the Son of God, right? That, that was there in the moments of creation, right? So We shouldn't be delusional to think that he's just some dude. John dispels that myth, right? And so this encounter is both with these Pharisees, but also with this woman. And these Pharisees learn a little lesson, too. They learn it's really hard to trap Jesus, and Jesus is going to get to the heart of something even greater, You know, this woman, yes, committed adultery. Yes, there was no man present to also be punished. Um, But what you see is that Jesus is trying to get to their issues and not her issues just yet. Your issues, Pharisees, religious leaders, is going to be different from hers. Let me just write it down for you so that you know that you're not innocent either. And then he turns to the woman. And he stood up to her and said, where are your accusers? Didn't even one condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And then this is where Jesus says, neither do I, but go and sin no more. So Jesus is also getting to the heart of her, right? Jesus doesn't say, hey, what you did is perfectly acceptable. Go on and continue to do it. No, It doesn't say, oh, but I can't judge you. No, Jesus is the judge. (laughs) Jesus has the perfect amount of of liability. I mean, he is a judge. He is the judge. And I mean, that's what it says in, in the word. But here, what we're talking about is that Jesus is saying, I don't condemn you. I don't send you to hell. You're forgiven. But... Leave your life of sin. Go and sin no more. Don't return to this. And it's very similar to what we talked about yesterday with the lame man who was there, and Jesus says, you know, don't, don't continue in this way. And, and so it's it's the same with this woman that, that Jesus gets to the heart, and Jesus is saying, go and sin no more. Leave this life of sin. Leave this adultery in your past. Don't return to it no matter how much your flesh longs to. All right, we're going to end there for today. Hopefully you learned a little bit more, a little aspect um, of hearing this story once again that maybe was just another fresh encounter with both the Pharisees and the woman caught in adultery. All right, everybody, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.